of endless words And no one could express How much you deserve Though I'm weak and poor All I have is yours Every single breath I'll bring you more than a song For a song in itself is not what you have required You search much deeper within Through the way things appear You're looking into my heart I'm coming back to the heart of worship And it's all about you it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. And it's all about you. Yes, it's all about you, Jesus. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about you. Yes, it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. When it's all about you, yes, it's all about you, Jesus. And all is
just want to welcome you this evening. Let's put it in G. Let's sing the song, How Great Is Our God and How Great Is His Word. So how great is our God and how great is His Word. He's the greatest one that ever was heard. He rolled back the waters of the mighty Red Sea. And he said, I will leave you, put your trust in me. So how great is our God, how great is his word. So how great is our God, how great is His Word, He's the greatest one that ever was heard, He rolled back the said, I will lead you, put your trust in me, and won't it be wonderful there, oh, having no burdens to bear, and joyously singing with heart bells all ringing, won't it be wonderful Savior, we enter the glory. Won't it be wonderful there? Ended the troubles and cares of the story. Won't it be wonderful there? And won't it be wonderful there? Having no burdens to Joyously singing with heart bells all ringing. Oh, won't it be wonderful there? Now walking and talking with Christ the Supernal One. Won't it be wonderful there? Praising, adoring the matchless seats One. Won't it be wonderful there? Now won't it be wonderful there? Having no burdens to bear, joyously singing with heart bells all ringing. 
won't it be wonderful there? There where the tempest will never be sweeping us, won't it be wonderful there? Sure that forever the Lord will be keeping us, won't it be wonderful there? And won't it be wonderful there, having no burdens to bear, joyously singing with white bells all ringing, oh won't it be wonderful there, now won't it be wonderful there, oh having no burdens to bear. Joyously singing with heart bells all ringing, oh, won't it be wonderful there? Amen. Let's put it in the key of D, and we'll go ahead and change the order of our service. Let's just sing the song, He Touched Me. So shackled by a heavy Neath a load of guilt and shame, but then the hand of Jesus touched me, and now I am no. Because he touched me, oh, he touched me, and oh, the joy that floods my soul. touched me and made me whole. Now since I met this blessed Savior, and since He cleansed and Please. 
Amen. If you would just continue to play that softly, we'll go ahead and take our prayer requests this evening. We just want to uh, remember uh, Brother Johnny and Sister Doris who are not with us. Uh, so we just want to remember them in prayer. Also, um, just want to remember Brother David and uh, the Whitlocks. They are not able to be with us. And Brother David is recovering from a knee injury. So we just want to remember him in prayer. And also just uh, remember our pastor who is away this evening. And uh, so we just want to remember him and his travels. And uh, there are many who are not with us, as we can tell, and many who are traveling, many who are sick. We just want to remember them in prayer. And I know we all have unspoken prayer requests, so just by the lifting of your hands, God knows all of those needs. And if I could have Brother Chris come and pray over these uh, prayer requests this evening. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, once again, we thank you for this opportunity that we have to gather in your house. Lord, we've come just to say that we love you. Lord, we just got done listening to all the needs of the body. Lord, we have those that are traveling, those that are sick, and others that couldn't be here for a variety of reasons, Lord. Pray that you would be with each one, meet each need meet the unspoken needs by the lifting of the hands that were here tonight, Lord. Father, we ask that you would be with the remainder of the song service, Lord, be with the minister as he comes forth with your word. Lord, our desire tonight is that we would be drawn just a little bit closer to you. Lord, we love you, we praise you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank you. You may have your seats. Let's sing the song, um, He Became Me, sing key. He became me that I might become Him by grace. Oh, He became me so that I might So that 
that I through his love could take forgiven because you were forsaken and I'm accepted you were condemned I'm alive and well your spirit is within me because you died and rose again in love how can it be that you my king would die for me amazing love I know it's true it's my joy to honor you in all forgiven because you were forsaken and I'm accepted you were condemned I'm alive and well your spirit is within me because you died and rose again Amazing love, how can it be that you, my King, would die for me? Oh, amazing love, I know it's true. 
And it's my joy to honor you in all I do. I honor you. Oh, now you are my King. And Jesus, you are my King. Oh, Jesus, you are my King. And Jesus, you Just stand and sing it now. Oh, now, amazing love, how can it be that you, my King, would die for me? Amazing love, I know it's true. And it's my joy to honor you in all I do. I honor you one more time now. Oh, now amazing love, how can it be that you, my King, would die for me? Amazing love, I know it's true, and it's my joy to honor you in all I do. I honor you in all I do. I could have the ushers come forward at this time if you would just play that softly as they come forward let's just sing it one more time as they come amazing love how can it be that you my king would die for me Amazing love, I know it's true, and it's my joy to honor you in all I do. I honor you. Amen. Brother Tom, if you would pray with the tithes and offering. Let's just sing, I'm a child of the King, as Brother Aaron comes this evening. Oh, yes, oh, yes, I'm a child of the King, His royal blood now flows through my veins, and I wretched and poor now can see praise God 
I praise God. Oh, I'm a child of the King. And oh, yes, oh, yes, I'm a child of the King. His royal blood now flows through my veins. I tonight. Do you believe that you're a son of God, daughter of God? Let's, uh, let's approach him this evening. If you have a request, you can show by raising your hand. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for making us your children. Father, that's the greatest privilege that we can have to know that we are the sons of God. Father, to know that, Lord Jesus Christ, in, in good times, in bad times, it does not change who we are. For we know that in the moment, in the twinkle of an eye, we shall be changed. Because we shall see you as you are. We thank you, Father, for loving us, O oh God. For coming down to die for us, to redeem us, to make us your bride, to make us your people. We are thankful for, so, for, for that tonight. And Lord Jesus, if you are so gracious to make us your children, how much more, Father, are you able to deal with our sickness? How much more, oh God, are you able to deal with our financial situations? How much are you able to deal with our, our burdens, Lord? Father, if you have done the much, much greater work, we believe tonight, oh God, that it is all paid for on Calvary. Father, you see the hands that are raised up, my hands that are raised up also. I'm asking, oh God, that you may meet with your children, oh God. May you give them the desires of their hearts. And Father, may you answer their prayers, oh God. May you, Father, heal their sickness. We ask these things in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You may have your seats for a short time. God bless you. Thank you so much, musicians. Really, really appreciate that. Um, so good to be back in the house of the Lord. So good to see each and every one of you. Um, good to see my friend, Brother Ben McCaffrey. <laughs> um, Brother Barry is not tonight. He's not here tonight. He's in Seattle, Washington. Uh, some of you saw the email update. Um, so I'm standing for him tonight. Um, a few folks are not around, Brother Peter, Brother Johnny, and uh, different ones. We certainly want to remember them in prayers. And um, today is also my anniversary, so <laughs> like to say, <laughs> praise the Lord. I want to thank the Lord. I made a declaration of love before 500 witnesses at least. You know. <laughs> in Africa, it's hard to have a small wedding, especially if you're a minister. <laughs> So I I still stand by my words. I, I love my wife. She's been so wonderful to me and just continue praying for us. Praise God. Um, I don't have many announcements here. I will ask you to stand and read the Bible at this time. Romans chapter 8, I believe it is. 
Romans chapter 8, verse 14. The Bible says, as, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You, you may have your seats. God bless you. Um, also wanted to say, to remind you that we have a youth, a youth um, meeting on Sunday with Brother Rap Crook at 3 p.m. So those who are 18 years and above, is it 18 or 13? I'm not sure. Please make sure you come uh, afternoon on Sunday. Um, also, um, we are also trying to discuss what's the best time we meet for the senior Sunday school, whether morning, morning on Sundays or afternoon or Saturdays. So I told them in the group that you can discuss with your parents and then we can maybe have a vote on Sunday for the uh, senior Sunday school class. Uh, all right, so today we want to talk about the attributes of the gene seed of God. But before we do that, we just want to give a little update on Ukraine. Um, we have been posting uh, updates on the website, Brother Barry, and the different ones which are, who are involved. And um, there's a, a, a documentary which is there where Brother Barry went to Poland. It's a wonderful documentary. It's so moving. I encourage you to visit and to watch so that at least you can hear some of the testimonies of the believers in Ukraine. So you can just find it on our website and other information. And this is a, a picture that we received from uh, some of the brothers, Brother Alex and different ones who um, moved, you know, they made an escape from um, Donetsk. Praise the Lord. Let me, sh let me just see here. I, I want to make sure I get it right. I might say Donetsk when it's Mariupol. So just hold on a second here. Um, yeah, it's Donetsk region. Um, so I uh, just continue to pray for them. Uh, they have their testimonies. Brother Barry shared it within an update on WhatsApp. So maybe hopefully it will be shared again on the website. So just be sure to, to visit. And it's just a wonderful miracle how these brothers were able to escape that, 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 that region of Ukraine. And sometimes God saves by escape. How many knows that? God, sometimes he, tell, he gives you a way of escape. He told Joseph, he says, take your son Jesus and, and flee to Egypt through, 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 through a dream. Is that, is that correct? You know, he told the disciples, he said, when you see Jerusalem being compassed about, let whoever is outside of the house not come back to fetch a jacket in the house. You all should flee, right? Praise the Lord. So he gave them instructions that when you see these things happen, because Jesus knew that you know, these things have to be fulfilled. Prophecies have to be fulfilled. Things have to happen. So he always makes a way of escape for his children. We may not be able to stop all these world events because they have to happen and they must happen. Do we want them? No. Can we stop them? No. One thing that God does is he makes a way for his children. So we are so thankful that God has been making a way for uh, our brothers and sisters in Ukraine. I can tell you there's nothing that can prepare you for that experience. I, myself, you know, my, in Africa, in my home country, Zimbabwe, I think at one time we broke the record for inflation. I remember I had a $1 trillion bill one time, <laughs> just $1 trillion bill. So I know what inflation is. I know what economic collapse is. 
I, I see in America when you know in prices rise by five percent, everybody. <laughs> you know, I, I've I've lived in a country where you know inflation has gone into gazillions, literally. Praise the Lord. But in all these things, we are pilgrims. America is not our home. Ukraine is not our home. Zimbabwe is not our home. Our home is, is, is above. Here we are just pilgrims and strangers. We are where, where we are for God's purpose. When God wants us to move, we will just move. Praise the Lord. So we want to talk about the uh, seven attributes of the gene seed of God. Now, this is not a, a conclusive list, right? It's just like key highlights that we will be you know, looking in the scriptures it's not uh, meant, meant to be, uh, you know, self-encompassing or to say this is it. No, it's just a, a way of, you know, young people to write notes, some highlights, right? Because you can never exhaust the character of God. You can never e- exhaust how God works in his people. Like, for example, we, and we know that God has seven uh, uh, compound names, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisa, and so on. But that, that is not what everything of God those are just, you know, seven uh, key attributes. But God is, is, you cannot, we cannot be, we cannot even, we can discuss for a thousand years and we can't even scratch the surface when we talk about God and his love. If you think, if you think uh, uh, this is not true, there are people who have studied for years and years just to understand a mosquito. Just one, uh, one bug, just a mosquito. Some people have studied for thousands and thousands of years, maybe just to study the life of one type of fish. That's how great God is. There are people, you know, who are professors and, you know, they have got different degrees. Just studying the wind, how the wind moves, and and they still don't have it all. So you can never exhaust the knowledge of God. Praise the Lord. So God is just so vast and God is just so majestic. And many times, Christians, we see Satan in our lives when we should see God. And I think sometimes, you know, whenever you just see the devil, the devil, I'm not saying the devil is not there. He is there, right? He's the real devil. He is there. He's a real adversary. But as a Christian, you need to focus your eyes on Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is the one that can give you overcoming power. Jesus Christ is the only one that can take care of your problems. Praise the Lord. So we, as Christians, we are the attributes of God. The Bible says that Levi paid tithe to Melchizedek when he was in the loins of Abraham. How many knows that? That's what Paul says. So we were in the mind of God before the foundation of the world. We were in the mind of God. We were in Christ. We were, we, that's why we are identified with Jesus Christ. If we are Americans, then we are identified with Abraham Lincoln. We are identified with George Washington. And if we are Christians, we identify with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You are the, 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 the son or the daughter of your mother and your father. And you, you have the attributes of your family in the natural. Whether you like it or not, praise God. But spiritually, we also have, we are also attributes of God. And it's very important for us to know these things. Because that will give us a consciousness. That will give us to understand the difference between us and the world. That will help us to understand why we do certain things. That will help us to understand why we walk in a certain way. Praise the Lord. Because being bright is not just like a bumper sticker to say, I'm bright, I'm bright. No, sir. 
Jesus Christ, the reason why we believe and we know that he was the Messiah is not because he was just claiming, I'm the Messiah, I'm the Messiah. He fulfilled certain scriptures. In fact, he fulfilled all scriptures pertaining to the Messiah. He did not fulfill one scripture or two scriptures. He came, the Bible says, Lo, I come in the volumes of the book. So as the bride of Jesus Christ, we should also be living scriptures, living testament of of, of the almighty God. That's what makes us bride. We are not bride just because we know William Branham. We are not just bride just because we join a church. We are bride because we reveal we are married to the word of God. Hallelujah. And we reveal the word of God. And we produce the word of God. Hallelujah. That's what being bride is. Hallelujah. Mrs. Coffee is Mrs. Coffee because, you know, she stays with Mr. Coffee right here. Brother Lucas, praise the Lord. They, they live together. They do everything together. We are only bride if we are married to the word of God. And the bride is, does not take anything outside of the word of God. Praise the Lord. So let's, start, let's, let's talk about these seven uh, attributes. Now, what is an attribute? An attribute is something that I would say uh, defines something, right? Like if, it's, if I say, what is a car? A car is, you know, different components, but they are attributes of a car. It has to have wheels. It has to move from one place to the other, right? It has to have a, a combustion engine. That's what defines, uh, that's the key, key characteristics that define a car, Right? What is a bird? There's something that defines a bird, something that can fly, something that can live in a nest, something that can... What defines a fish? Something that can swim in the water. Those are the key attributes. Praise the Lord. So as the sons of God, there are key attributes that we have, not of our choice, but of what God gave us. Hallelujah. So the opening scripture that, 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 that we opened here, the Paul says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, not everyone is a son of God. The scripture clearly defines who the sons of God are. We talk about Enoch, that he walked with God until he was not found. And sometimes I hear people ask me, Brother Aaron, how do I walk with God? First of all, you have to know who God is before you can walk with him. In the Bible, Jesus Christ, he said, God is spirit, and they that worship him, Worship him in spirit and in truth. So to walk with God is to walk in the spirit. If you are walking in the flesh, you are not walking with God. If you want to walk with God, you, are walk, you walk in the spirit. So those that are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. The sons of God are not in the flesh. They are in the spirit. So these sons of God have key attributes. Praise the Lord. So let's, let's look at the, the, the first attribute. The first attribute is that the seed of God hear his voice. Praise the Lord. The seed of God, no matter whether it's Africa, Europe, wherever, they hear the voice of God. The Bible says, John chapter 10 verse 27, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. The sheep of God are able to understand and hear the voice of Jesus. 
You could be in a, you know, in a denomination somewhere. You could be in a beer hall somewhere. But when the time comes and God calls you by name, you have to respond and say, here I am, Lord. Some of you, you don't even know how you find yourself here. But there was something that God put inside of you. That seed of God that is able to say, hallelujah, that's the word of God. Someone can read the Bible and they say, I don't understand it. Someone can read the the spoken word and they say, this is just too much. I can't take this. But you say amen to the Bible. You say amen to the spoken word. Why? Because there is a DNA inside of you that says amen to the voice of of Jesus Christ. You are able to discern that this is not uh, Brother Aaron speaking. This is not Brother Barry speaking. This is not William Branham. This is Jesus Christ speaking behind flesh. The sheep of God hear the voice of God. I, we can preach for five hours. We can do everything. But unless there's something in the inside, that can, nothing can help my precious brother. But if there's something in the inside, even if I come here and try, try to twist the scriptures, you'll be able to say, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound just right. But when I come here, I preach the gospel, and it's the truth, and it's the, under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, something says, that's exactly right. What is that? That's the gene seed of God. It's an attribute God, that God gave to his children. Hallelujah. Remember the parable of the sower. The Bible says that the good, the good farmer, he went and sowed his seed. And the enemy came in the night, and he sowed the tears. And the angel said, can we uproot them? And he says, don't let them alone in the harvest time. God knew, God yet confident in his seat. God yet confident in his attributes. He knew that no matter where they are, the wheat will come up as wheat. And the tears will come up as tears. Hallelujah. Aren't we living in the time of the harvest? Where everything is ripening. Rock and roll is ripening. Liberalism is ripening. Catholicism is ripening. Denominationalism is ripening. Hallelujah. We are living in a time where it's no longer, maybe it looks like, you know, you can see outright that this is wrong. Praise the Lord. And people are not ashamed to, you know, just to blaspheme God. Why? Because we are living in the time of the harvest. That's why it's, it's, it's not right for you to be ashamed of the gospel. Jesus Christ said, he that shall be ashamed of me in an evil and adulterous generation. When someone is not ashamed to say, I am Transgender, I identify as, you know, a lot of things that they talk about. Praise God. That should give you confidence to declare who you are. Because you are a son of God. You are an attribute of God. You hear the voice of God. And no matter what happens, you find yourself back to Jesus. Praise the Lord. We are living in the time of harvest. You know, the events, I was thinking the other time, that the events that are happening right now, are exactly as the events that happened in the, in the time of, of Brother Branham. How many knows that? In the days of Brother Branham, there was a Catholic president, right? And his name was Jeff Kennedy. And there was a, a, a leader of the Soviet. His name was Nikita Khrushchev. Praise the Lord. And, you know, he was a very uh, tough guy, that one. And during that time, we almost, America almost went into a nuclear war with the Soviet. How many knows that? It was called the Cuban Missile Crisis. When America wanted to topple the, the government of Fidel Castro, because remember, Cuba is less than 100 miles from Florida. So it's in American interest to make sure that your borders are secure, right? 
So, so they, they tried to topple Fidel Castro, and Fidel Castro, you know, didn't, the plan didn't work, and he reached out to the Soviets, and they were going to put nuclear weapons in Cuba. And things just escalated from that time. It was also the time of, of civil rights movement. Praise the Lord. It was the time of, you know, you know the, the, I believe the, the civil rights bill that we have so far, it was, you know, something that came during that time where people were fighting for their rights, you know, women and, you know, people of color and all those things. And some of them have genuine issues, a lot of them, but the devil hijacks the program. The devil tries to give you a solution. Praise the Lord. And he, he, he uses that genuine cause for his own evil. Praise God. So that's, then the, everything becomes laced with poison. Praise the Lord. So this is exactly the time that we are living in. And then Brother Bram, when he came, he went, he went to Deborah in South Africa. And he says, you see, it, it's exactly like the time of Jesus. Where the Samaritans, you know, they were also fighting, having their own, you know, racial issues, right? And he, he spoke to the Samaritan. And he was the answer to the Samaritans. Jesus was the answer to the Samaritans who were facing a racial problem. And Jesus Christ is the answer to, to, to the black people. Not politics, not communism, not socialism. Not civil, not all these, you know, civil rights movements that are rising up. But because we are living in the time, and you fast forward now, it's exactly the same. We have another Catholic president. We have, you know, the, the movement of, of civil rights. We have got women all over. Praise the Lord. Our vice president is a woman. Our, 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 our house speaker is a woman. You know, it's, it's just uh, uh, the time of Jezebel religion. If I may call it that way, we have, you know, Russia rising up. The bear in the north, praise the Lord. And only that, it's not Cuba, but it's Ukraine, but it's exactly the same things. Whenever, you know, you have a Catholic president and all this come, that this shows you that these things are spirits. And because they are spirits, God is holding them. Because he is waiting for you to receive the Holy Ghost. He's waiting for you to come to perfection. He's waiting for the last one to be baptized. He's waiting for the last one to receive a vision book. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, God's sheep hear his voice. Romans chapter 8, verse 33. And he answered and he said unto them, Because it is given unto you. No, this is not Romans. I forgot to change this one. <laughs> this scripture is not Romans. I believe it's in John. It says, It is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. That's what Jesus Christ said. Praise the Lord. So he, he, Jesus Christ was saying, you have been given, there is something in you that makes you understand the mysteries of the kingdom. When we talk about separate seed, you understand it. Someone cannot understand it. And when we're living in a world where people want, want everyone to have the same opinion, that doesn't work. God made people different. Praise the Lord. And some people, you know, that's why we have liberty and freedom. God has given his children to understand certain things. And some, they don't understand. Why? Because we are the attributes of God. Second attribute, the elect cannot be deceived. How many believe that? You can create all kinds of websites to discredit the message. You can create all kinds of evidences to discredit the Bible. But the elect of God cannot be deceived. It's a principle in the Bible. It has got nothing to do with how much you are fasting, nothing to do with how much you pray, nothing to do with how much you come to church. It's a principle that God put in his divine attributes. 
Hallelujah. Isn't he wonderful tonight? To know that if I am a son of God, I cannot be deceived. What did Jesus Christ say? Matthew 24, 24. For they shall arise false Christ and false prophets and they shall show great signs and wonders in as much that if it were possible, in other words, he's saying it's impossible, they shall deceive the very elect. But we are glad that the very elect cannot be deceived. There is no bishop, there is no pope, there is no creed, there is nothing that can deceive the elect of God. There is nothing that can deceive the elect of God. The children of God are born indeceivable. Not by their wisdom, not by their power, but by the power of God. That's the attribute seed by which we are born in. If you have the Holy Ghost, praise the Lord. Remember Jesus Christ when he raised from the dead, he walked into the room and he saw the disciples. And the Bible says he breathed upon them. And he said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whatsoever sins you shall remit, they shall be remitted. Whatsoever you shall retain, they shall be retained. Jesus breathing life upon his eternal seed. Breathing life unto his attributes. Hallelujah. That's what we are tonight, friends. We ought to be shouting at the top of our voices. We ought to be praising the Lord. We ought to be the happiest people in the world. We ought to be, you know, we ought to be so happy. But the devil does not want us to see this. Or he wants it, he makes it so common to us. Until people, when they come to church, they are dragging their feet. Ah, today is Wednesday. I hope Brother Aaron just preaches for one hour. <laughs> you know? Why? Because, you know, the flesh... Does, is not part of that gene attribute. But the spirit is. When, the, when, when, you, when it's time for you to pray, you just, you've just, there seems to be like a heavy burden that comes upon you to stop you from praying. But if, if, if your wife says, hey, honey, let's go to this restaurant, you'll be like, really? Let's ride out. And, <laughs> and then you jump, you know, <laughs> where are the car keys? Let's go. Say, honey, let's play this step. It's about three hours long. Can we do half and half? <laughs> you know, because we are in the flesh. Praise the Lord. So we have to train the flesh. We have to bring it to subjection. Because the flesh is not redeemed. That's why a young boy and a young girl cannot be together unless they are married. Because the flesh is not redeemed. That's why you, it's not good for you to go to parties with unbelievers. Even if you're a Christian, even if you had an experience at camp, your flesh is not redeemed. You find yourself in a wrong place that you were not expecting. The flesh is not redeemed. That's why you have to, the Bible says, mortify the deeds of the body. Which means that it's something that you have to do consciously. No matter how much of the Holy Ghost you have, you are still in the flesh. You still need to put safeguards. Let no one deceive you and say, oh, I feel the, with the Holy Ghost. I can just do whatever I, I can do. I can testify. You know, I can go to, I can do this. You, can, you, you have to stay within the word. Because your flesh is not yet redeemed. Praise the Lord. Third attribute. The attribute of God. The Bible says, the third attribute is that the sons of God cannot sin. Now, I want to explain this. What does sin mean? Message students. Sin is unbelief, praise the Lord. We are not saying that you cannot make mistakes. You can make mistakes, but that's not sin. 
Sin is to deliberately unbelieve or disbelieve the word of God. That's what we are talking about. But however, when we say mistakes, I'm not talking about living a filthy life. If you're living a filthy life, you probably need to be born again. If you're living a filthy life, that's not a mistake. That's a lifestyle. And you probably need to receive the Holy Spirit. You can do something today, tomorrow, and say, I'm making mistakes. That's not a mistake. It's a lifestyle. A, A mistake is something that you don't anticipate, but you find yourself trapped in it. And you say, Lord, please help me. Praise God. But you don't, you don't do this today. Today you are cursing your, your, your children or your spouse or your, somebody at work. Tomorrow you are cursing again. Tomorrow, that's, that, that's, that's, that's a spirit right there. And we have to do something about it. That's not what we're talking about. Praise God. So the seed of God, according to the Bible, cannot sin. Scripture, First John chapter 3, verse 9. The Bible says, Whosoever is born of God, that's the first thing. Doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him. So this seed is the one that we are talking about. The attribute of God remains in him. Now, I, I didn't put the you know, quotations here because you know, I, I, I didn't have enough time to do my slides, but I have them here. I can read them, I can read them to you. The, the prophet says um, in the message, the talking, the Bible says, He that's born of God cannot sin, for he cannot sin, for, for the seed of God, amen, the seed of God remains in him. And how can he sin when, when the sinless God is in him? When he's, a, when he's a sinless God, how can he sin? No matter what he has done, the blood covereth him. He's a new creature now. His, his desire and his ambition is of heaven. Because he's, a changed, he's changed from a, a cockleber to a wheat. His desire ain't the, the same as they once was. And, and he displays it. That's what the prophet says. See, in, in, in another message he says, for, for the spirit of God is in him and he cannot deny it. He cannot. If the spirit of God is, 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 is in you, God won't deny his own word. In other words, if the message is presented to you, and the attributes of God are in you. There is no way you can say no. Because you are part of that word. You, you cannot reject something that you are. Have you ever wondered why we love our children so much? It's because they are our attributes, right? It's like you see us looking at yourself. It's like you cannot deny yourself. It's just right there. This is you. Praise God. That's exactly what it is when the word is presented to you and this attribute is in you. Remember what Brother Barry said on Sunday. He says, I, was, I didn't know the difference between Old Testament and New Testament, but there was something in me. That there was something in me which was crying out. There was, there was something in me which just knew that there is a God somewhere. This is wrong. Praise God. And Brother Branham says, that thing, that's the seed, germ seed of eternal life. And when you receive the Holy Ghost, that thing is activated. And you go on your journey to perfection. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is not the final destination. It's just taking you on a journey. And you, you can actually, the Bible says, shipwreck your faith. After you have an experience, you can, I've seen people who have got into problems after they've had an experience. Why? Because you cannot base your, your Christianity on an experience. An experience it's just a, a, a witness that you know, God is, has done something in you. 
But you don't st- stay there. And remember, the prophet says, you cannot live by yesterday's manner. It becomes corrupted. You can say, well, five years ago I was in prayer. And brother, the Holy Ghost came and I had shivers. What about now? That experience is gone. It won't help you today. You need to have a fresh experience every day. Hallelujah. You need to be walking with God every day. Not just at camp. And sometimes, you know, when I got married, suddenly, I wasn't invited to youth events anymore as in Africa. And I said, so does it mean that once I get married, then maybe I no longer need the things that are preached at youth camp? <laughs> when I was a young person, I'd be like, receive the Holy Ghost, you must receive people on a game. As soon as you are married, nobody talks about it. I was like, Wow. But let me tell you something. You have to receive the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is not for young people. It's not for old people. The Holy Ghost is for everyone. That's your wedding garment. And you won't enter in in there without that garment. And there's only one robe. For the rich, for the poor, for the tall, for the short, for there is only one robe. And that robe is the Holy Spirit. And the trouble we have in this age is because... People want to be Christians, but they don't want to walk in the Spirit. You have to walk in the Holy Ghost. Because there are things, we cannot preach everything. The Holy Ghost has to witness some things to you. We cannot tell you everything. The Holy Ghost has to teach you some things. We cannot, even after, no matter how much you preach, when you go home, you always be like, I missed this. I should have said this better. Maybe I should, you see, because we are human beings. You know, even I can preach at the top of my voice, but I cannot, I can never get it right. But the Holy Ghost inside of you will get it right for you. He knows what you need. He knows where you are supposed to go. He knows where you are supposed to stop. He knows what you are supposed to say at every particular time. Hallelujah. A preacher, you cannot always have, you know, your parents with you all the time. You will not always have your husband. You won't always have the preacher you know, you can, but you who have yourself and the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost has to lead you. And if there's ever a time we need more of the Holy Ghost is in this age. You see the people, the things that they are doing in the world. It's a spirit. Everyone has a spirit. The only difference is some have the Holy Ghost, some have other spirits. There is no person who is normal who can just walk with just a little t-shirt going outside, right? There is no woman who can do that. But what causes people to do it? It's a spirit. Hallelujah. So there are spirits out there. So you have, you have to have the Holy Spirit. And if you have the Holy Spirit, you have to walk in the spirit. The Holy Spirit is not an event. It's like food, right? You can't say, hey, I had a good meal last week. It won't help you today. You have to eat every time. You have to read your Bible. You have to listen to the, to the spoken word. You have to pray every time. Amen. Because the, the prophet says, if you neglect to pray, if you neglect to, you know, it's like if you neglect to brush your teeth, your teeth will rot, right? Hallelujah. Let's, let's move here. Uh, our time is running. The fourth attribute, the elect cannot be lost. Praise God. This is a Bible principle. First John chapter 3, verse 9. All the Father hath given me shall come to me. And, and, and him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. 
verse 39. And this is the Father's will which he hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me, I should lose some, no, two, no, I should lose nothing. The elect of God cannot be lost. You can join a crowd for a season, but you will come out of it. You can be in the wrong place for a season, but you will come out of it. You may not understand certain things for a season, but eventually it will come out right. Why? Because you are the God's elect. God's elect cannot be lost. The prodigal son, the Bible says, one day he came into his mind. What happened there? He came to his senses, right? He just said, you know what? Let me arise and go back to my father's house. Something, all, all, all along, he was just, you know, doing all his duties, you know, eating with the pigs, the hogs, as you call them here, and all these different things. But one day, he said, I shall arise and go to my father's house. Why? Because a son of God cannot be lost forever. But that does not mean you have to lose yourself and go to the world and say, I will, I will come back because I, I won't be lost. Because one thing you must know is that we don't know right? We, we live by faith. And these kind of sermons, the Bible says the strong meat is, is for the adults. It's not for you to have a license, like I've seen in these last days where people, they preach, you, you know, you are part of God, deity is in you, you are an amateur God, and then they start to live a reckless life. That's not what it is. You still have to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. You don't build by destroying other parts. When you're putting a roof on a house, that doesn't mean that you no longer need the foundation. You will still need the foundation. You still need to know that you are a sinner saved by grace. You still need to know that you are a human being and you are nothing without God. There is no revelation that can make you arrogant. Where you can just trample over everyone and say, I'm the bride, you know, and just become arrogant. You no longer care. You don't even watch your life. You say, I cannot be deceived. I cannot be lost. That's wrong. That means, that shows that you are not even the one that the Bible is talking about. If you are the one, you will still be trembling and say, Lord, I want to make it in the rapture. Lord, change my life. Lord, clean my life. Even if I'm just on the doormat in the gates of heaven, I want to be there. Lord, others can help their beautiful mansions. I just want to be there just to see the beauty of Jesus. Just to see the beauty of those pearl gates. Just to see the blue grass. Just to see the crystal river flowing from his throne. Hallelujah. That's all that you want. I was listening to a tape coming here. Brother Brown was saying, if I, have, if I die and I have the attitude that I have right now, even if he sends me to hell, to hell I will still love him. That's the, the right kind of mental attitude that you need. It's like a young boy. You know, if you, are, if you have the right attitude, you will say... Uh, you know, if you love a certain girl, you just pray for her, right? Don't say, she has to be mine. Because you find out that one day, you know, you will hear that she's in courtship with someone else. And what, what, what do you do? You, will you go and hang yourself? You see? But you can't do that. The right attitude is say, Lord, I'll just pray for her. That God gives her the best husband. It may be me. It may be someone. Your attitude should be, Lord, she deserves someone who's better than me. That should be your attitude. But I've seen people... Who are like, Lord, I gotta have that sister. I have to have that sister. You know, I saw her in a dream, you know, the way she was greeting me. And then this, that sister <laughs> engages someone else and the brother is destroyed. 
the brother is saying, even so, come Lord Jesus Christ, he's destroyed. The same way with the sisters. You see a fine young man, you say, I wish that young, that, that, I think that brother is mine. I think the way I prayed and I, I just felt, I think he's my brother. And the devil will work on you, work on you, work on you, until, you know, you start to make things. If he sits on the same bench with me, then I know it's a sign. Don't build where you don't have title deeds. Because the inspector will destroy everything. And they, they will kick you out. He is yours when he comes to you. She is yours when she says yes to you. Because you can go to her and she can say no. That doesn't mean she's not spiritual. That doesn't mean that she, she, she doesn't have the Holy Ghost. You are just not the one. Should be humble. David, I always use the example of David, where, where David, <laughs> when, when they said, we want to give you Saul's daughter, and he said, what am I to marry the daughter of the king? That was the attitude of, 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 of David. He was not like, you know what, I'm a warrior. I think, I think this is the right thing. I think this is the right decision. I deserve that girl. That's not how it is. So a Christian always have to have a right attitude. No matter where you are, at your level, have the right attitude. You know, I remember one time, sometimes going to interviews and I, I would meet people, you know, and I know that probably this lady is also coming for the same interview. Many times I would cry and say, Lord, I, I don't know, I want this job, but I also wish that, you know, she could have something, Lord. And when you have that attitude, God will give you. Praise the Lord. So that's the same thing with these things. We read these things. It should make us contrite. It should not make us arrogant. It should make us think, Lord, but why me, Lord? I, I'm just a worm, Lord. I'm just nothing. That's why I like the old songs, old hymns, because they were full of, you know, a, a right attitude. You know, the, down from his glory. How, how, how he saved a sinner, a worm like me. These modern day songs, you know, they are filled with, you know, pomp and... Just modern day arrogance. Some of them are good, but some of them, they don't really have the right attitude. They, they were not written by people of prayer. You know, but the old hymns, you can hear the tone that these people were agonizing with God. These people had a heartfelt religion. It was not just a mental faith. They could, yeah, yeah, everything is mine. God loves me, everything is mine. They, they could write songs from inspiration. Praise God. But I'm not saying, let's not sing the modern songs. We love them, but, you know, let's also sing the old songs. <laughs> Fifth attribute. Remember, there are seven. So when, when I come to seven, then you know it's time to go. <laughs> the seed of God is incorruptible. How many knows that? First Peter chapter 1, verse 23. The Bible says, Sing, ye have purified your souls. In obeying the truth. The only way you can purify your soul is by obeying the truth. Remember, when you, when you, when, when you, come to, when you become a, 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 a Christian, you know, some people in the denomination, they say, just raise your hands, say, repeat after me, Lord, I receive, I receive you as my personal savior. That doesn't mean that everything is okay. You have to go through a process of sanctification. And sanctification is not an event, it's a process. You know, sometimes it takes time to get rid of old habits. You love the Lord, you have been baptized, but you are still struggling with some habits. But the Bible says, you sanctify, you purify your soul by obeying the truth. 
by you know believing the message, obeying the truth, it changes you. That's what is called the power of transformation. Transformation, we spoke about it in Sunday school. It's like a, a, a butterfly. How many knows the life cycle of a butterfly? It has to go through the stages, right? You, 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 can't, you can't just have a little egg and say, hey, I've got the butterfly. No, the, you will see the beauty at the end of the process. And the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. So you need to you know, be patient along the process. Hallelujah. And the Bible says here, it says, uh, uh, through the spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart. This is another principle that I didn't put, but it's very important. The sons of God always love one another. The, those that are not the sons of God, they have hate and they kill, you know, who killed Cain? How did we know that Cain was of the evil one? Because he killed his brother. Who killed the saints through the, through the church ages? It's the same seed. But the sons of God, they don't persecute. The sons of God, they disagree and still laugh. If you are a son of God, if somebody says something, you just say, I don't see it quite that way, but I still love my brother. You still pray for him. You still draw a bigger circle. You can never have a revelation where you think everyone is lost. I'm the only one and you become arrogant. That's not the, the true revelation of Jesus Christ. The elect are full of love. Redeeming love. Even, you know, we, we, we preach against system, not individuals. You know, someone, I, I've seen wonderful people, I, I meet them every time, I respect them, you know. Even, you know, orthodox, it would work sometimes, I'm, 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 I'm having my Easter, someone says, you know, I'm, I'm observing this, I'm Catholic, you respect them, love them. Because they, but they are God's children, potentially, praise God. What we are against is a spirit and, and that binds people, not people themselves. Because remember Jesus, the Bible says, he was a friend of sinners. He rebuked sin, but he was guilty of being friends with sinners. Verse 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. Praise God. The prophet says here in the message, have faith in God. But being a, a renter myself in studying agriculture, must, mustard seed is one seed that one mix with another seed. It's all mustard and is going to remain mustard. Praise God. So pro, the prophet is saying the mustard seed cannot mix. In other words, you cannot corrupt it. It's the smallest of the seed, but it cannot, the seed of God cannot be corrupted. We are born of an incorruptible seed. You cannot denominate the message of the hour. We can have different kinds of movements that come up, you know, parosia, seven thunders, those would rise up and die. But you cannot denominate the seed of God. When Luther rose up, people followed him, and then when people started to make a denomination, the elect left, right? And the denomination died. Because you cannot corrupt the seed of God. John Wesley came, and he had a light, and people followed him. And they built a denomination. The elect went. Remember the old song, how did the sheep go out and the goats came in? Why? Because you cannot keep them together, right? So the seed of God cannot be corrupted. You cannot denominate the seed of God. You can say, well, I was hunting with Brother Branham. You know, he told me this. The elect will know that this is not exactly right. 
and we cannot follow this. The word of God is the word of God. And it has to be all of the word of God. And it's not of a private interpretation. You can say, hey, I, I, I read something. There's a new fact that I found. Uh, now I don't believe that uh, Brother Branham is, is the seventh messenger. That just shows that you are not, you are not the seed to begin with. Because the seed of God can, is incorruptible. A prophet is vindicated by God. He is not vindicated by people. God vindicate his word. It's, the word of God is not of private interpretation. It's not people coming together and putting together things and putting together dates and putting together things and say, this is what happened in Ohio. Therefore, Brother Branham is wrong. No, no, no. God vindicates his servants. If God has sent a man, he will vindicate that man. And if he said this will come to pass, it will come to pass. Look at everything that is around us. The prophet says 40 years from now, the Protestants will be worse than Catholics. And right now, I have a friend who is in Florida. He said, pray for me. I'm having problems at church, you know, Methodist. They are having issues, you know, concerning, you know, having, you know, homosexual people in the church and some of them ministering. I said, wow. In Catholic, they they have not even ordained a woman minister. In Catholic church, they won't even allow it. But now, the Protestant uh, denomination, they're talking about, uh, you know, having homosexuals in the church. Just goes to show that what the prophet said was correct. And if someone would say, I don't want to listen to the prophet, I'll say, do you have anything better? The answer is no. Right? This is the best that we have. Why? Because this is what God has sent. Praise God. All right. Sixth attribute. One more. (laughs) The seed of God cannot be condemned. It cannot be cursed. You can say, somebody did this, therefore this happened to me. Oh, my boss was not good to me. That's why I didn't get this. If God wants you to get something, you will get it regardless. There is nothing, there's nobody, there's no one, there's nothing that can take anything from you. What you have is because God gave you. What you don't have is because God did not want you to have that. Praise God. Let's read the scripture here. The Bible says, uh, Who shall lay anything to the judge of God's elect? It is God that justifies Who is he that condemns? You cannot condemn what God has blessed. Remember Balaam when he went to the children of Israel. He was given a commandment to curse them. But the Bible says, he said, I have been given a commandment to bless. He says, there is no iniquity in Israel. There is no enchantment in Jacob. That's what Balaam said. What did God say to Abraham? Let's read read that scripture. I have it here somewhere. Brother Branham preached many series on Abraham and I, 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 I would recommend you read them. Those are wonderful. And wherever the prophet was talking about Abraham, just put your name there. Praise God. Uh, Genesis chapter 12, the prophet, the Bible says, uh, verse 3, And the Lord said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred, from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thee uh, make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless, thee, that bless thee. Curse him that curses thee, and all the families of the earth shall be blessed by thee. In other words, if anybody curses you, they are cursing themselves. If you are the seed of Abraham, can you curse the, the nation of Israel? Can you curse the Jews? 
No, you can't. Can you destroy the Jews? No, you can't. Why? Because they are God's elect. So is the bride of Jesus Christ. We are God's elect. There is no one, if you, if, you, if you miss a raise, it's because God has not allowed it. If you miss a promotion, it's because God has not allowed it. Don't have bitterness in your heart and say, if it wasn't for that woman, if it wasn't for that man, I could have been, you know, uh, six digits right now. No, God didn't, doesn't want you to have six, six digits right now. There's no one that can curse you. There's no one that can pull you down. When it's your time to rise, it's your time to rise. We need to time. God knows exactly what he's doing. Love everyone. Pray to God. And ask if you need anything. Don't have bitterness in your heart. Say, that man is a devil. He's a real devil. God, what, remember the story of Esther. I don't have time. What did the king, the Bible says he couldn't sleep. And he went to the records. And said, what can be done to a man who saves the life of a king? Give him a robe. Give him a horse. And you know, what they called who? They called Mordecai. Right? Can you, could, could they destroy Mordecai? No, they can't because he was blessed. Could they destroy Joseph? He was blessed. Could they destroy Daniel? He was blessed. What God has blessed, no man can curse. And I was listening to a, 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 a quotation yesterday, uh, praying with my wife, uh, marking your anniversary. Brother Bram says, what God has put us under, there is no man that can touch what God has put together. If your marriage is blessed by God, no one can touch that marriage. Even yourself, there's nothing you can do about that marriage. It comes from God. It will go back to God. Last attribute, and then we are out of here. Musicians, if you can come. The seed of God cannot fail. Praise God. When I say fail, we have, you know, temporary ups and downs, but the general trend is that Romans 8, 8, verse 2, uh, chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good. To them that love the Lord, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom, for whom he did for you, he also predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. So everything is working together for good. And Paul says, what shall separate us from the love of God? Neither death nor height, neither angels nor demons can ever separate us from the love of God. I love the song that Brother Mitchell sang as I was coming here. I said, that, that is the Holy Ghost. That's exactly what I wanted to preach about. He was singing, uh, I'm a child of, uh, of the King. Praise God, praise God, I'm a child of the King. Aren't you a child of the King tonight? You are a son of God. You cannot fail. You may have ups and downs, but you, that's not failure. You are, remember, you are a Bible. If Abraham did not have ups and downs, would we have a Bible? If Joseph did not have ups and downs, would we have a Bible? See, the Bible is not like the Quran, which is like a book of ethics. It's a book of life. It looks like, you know, things are going out of hand, but it's exactly the program of God. Christians, they don't fail. Let's rise to our feet and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, this evening for making us your children, Lord, and loving us and giving us, oh Lord, these qualities, these attributes that we are able, oh God, to know that no matter what happens, we are your children. We are in the palms of your hands. We are in the hollow of your hands, oh God. We, we love you so much, Father. We are so appreciative of what you have made us. And Father, for choosing us, for making us, oh God, who we are. 
Father, not by might, nor by power, but by your grace. I pray, Father, Lord Jesus Christ, raising my hand to you. Help me, Father, to be forever thankful, Lord. To be forever grateful, Lord, for what you have done for me, Lord. Help me, Father, never to murmur, never to complain, oh God, because you have loved me beyond measure. Lord Jesus Christ, I pray tonight that you may help your people. Remember your church, oh God, your children that are standing up who have made the sacrifice to come to church. There is nothing, oh God, that goes without a reward. Bless them, oh God, for I know that they are blessed already. Even in the Old Testament, you commanded Aaron and said, bless the, the, the children of Israel in this wise. Because it's a commandment, they are blessed. We thank you, Father. We appreciate you. We commit everything into your hands. Bless the balance of our week. Remember our pastor who is in Washington in the meetings. We pray that the Holy Spirit may minister to the people down there. May you give him the utterance, oh God. May his soul Lord Jesus Christ and, 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 and people, Father, be built in the state of Jesus Christ through the preaching of the word. We ask these things in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you, brother. Your spirit
such is what I long for, and you have given life to me, and I will serve thee because I
to be what He wants me to be. Every moment of every Step of this pilgrim way. Now, just to be clay in the potter's hand, ready to do what his word comes. as uh, we go as we sing this you are dismissed this evening uh, just remember service this Sunday and uh, just uh, have a good rest of the week and just remember to pray for those who are not with us and just pray for one of the or each other we've got the power in the name of Jesus so we've got the power name of the Lord, though Satan rages, we cannot be defeated, we've got the power in the name of the Lord, so give me your hand, let's go. 
breathe together that all of our enemies will crumble at our feet whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven at the name of Jesus Satan has to flee We've got the power In the name of Jesus We've got the power In the name of the Lord Though Satan rages We cannot be defeated We've got the power